Egan and welcome to Good Time, Not A Long Time, a weekly podcast where myself and Leon discuss things going on around in the world and talk about, I have fucked this up so badly, Leon has abandoned me this week. Basically we break it down into three sections, we talk we have a general chat to begin with, we have a section about in what world, I don't know why I'm doing this so badly, I can't do the intro the way Leon does it, fucking hell, and then we finish it off with some deep thoughts at the end. So without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. Fucking hell that intro was tragic mate tragic um so a lot of you would be like well where the fuck's leon <clears throat> so last night we was out celebrating my mum's 40th which is next weekend but we were celebrating this weekend at rocky horror we all dressed up there is some pictures on the podcast twitter pretty iconic if you ask me <laughs> And well, Leon really was a bit of a ratch last night. And this morning he woke up and he was taking my toilet about 12 times. I don't even, I don't even know. And um, we took him on when I've never seen him look so pale in his life. Man is dying. So, you know, being the good friend I am, I'm not extorting him for views like he does me when I'm hungover. Hey, hey, don't joke him. And he's resting. So it's, it's, it's down to me, which we all know is going to be chaotic, as the intro just proved. It took me four times to record the intro. I couldn't do my hello. I don't know why. I think it's because I can hear myself so I have music playing to try and like drown that out but I can't have that too loud anyway because then I can hear myself it just feels weird to not having someone to talk to I feel a bit lost to be honest so let's talk about last night and how good it was so there was like obviously my mum me Ella Leon our friend from high school Molly and then my manager and deputy manager (laughs) we went to Rocky we dressed up it was such a good night like I can't even tell you how good that night was like I mean I've had about three hours sleep and Mackie's breakfast and I was luckily not hungover but that's about it we didn't we didn't go to sleep until about half four five and then I woke up about eight yeah and it's like now quarter to eleven so this is an early podcast recording but like everyone got to mind about five we had drinks we had some roadies the tax drive was a legend but Rocket let's talk about Rocket so I have been to see Rocket Horror picture show three times I went once when I was 14 and the narrator was Charlie Condo if you don't know who he is he was in Corey for a little while and then I went twice when I was 17 and the narrator for both times of that was Beverly Cavallard who is in Corey as well and then this time like and we had Ori Aduba as Brad who he won Strictly a few years back with Joanne Clifton who also, when I went to watch Rocky last time, she did Janet. Mm. The narrator, I was like, who's the narrator? Because I'm like, if you're a Manchester, you can't normally do get someone from Corey. And I was like, mm, who's it going to be? And it's no one I've ever heard of. I, I Philip Frank or Frank Phillips or something. But when I tell you he is the best narrator I've ever seen, I mean, mate, he was making jokes about Boris. He was making jokes about covid about prince andrew another level mate iconic he was so quick-witted as well i would also like to give a big shout out to ella who actually learned pretty much every heckle she was ready she was loaded and ready she was like just firing him left right and center so 10 out of 10 queen it was so i can't even i just love rocky so much i want to see it again already I just love it. Oh, but I've never dressed up before. And honestly, now I've dressed up, I'm like, why would you just not dress up? Like, it's just, it's so good. What makes Rocky Horror such a good musical is the fact that you can get involved. Like, you have all the heckles and you shout out and you, like, make, you know, the narrator replies back to your heckles and stuff. Like, that's what makes Rocky good. It's a place to be individual and it's a very unique situation that you can get up and dance for certain songs. Well, any song really. It depends whether the stewards are going to, like, let you. But normally they do. Oh, it was just such a good time. Like, I can't explain how good. But Leon is pretty much very worse for wear. (laughs) 
but he didn't seem that drunk but then i think about what he had to drink so he had either vk or copper bear before we left and then in the taxi we took like little roadies and um he had a strawberry daiquiri and then there were, oh there were shots we had sours and jaeger before we left we did them when we got back home he had a cider in the theater which can we just say he nearly didn't get served because he didn't have id and then i went to do it and then she was like well did he have id and i was like bitch i'm giving you my id but she still gave me four because i was getting one for someone else anyway so she still gave me them i was a bit like all right so he still he did get one I, what the fuck was that about oh i don't know where i was going with this i was going somewhere my adhd just kicked in oh my lack of my sleep deprivation oh i'm telling you i was drinking um then when we got back he did a straight shot of gin <laughs> pink gin hooch by the way and more shots and i just yeah he took it like a champ to be fair but he didn't seem that drunk like he seemed tipsy but 10 out of 10 <laughs> don't know how he dealt with that to be honest but yeah he woke up and he was he was rough mate to the point it was funny but then also it just wasn't funny like it was funny at first and then like he carried on and i was a bit like oh no i actually feel a bit sorry for him um, and then also ella the queen that is got us recording tiktok so we've got a lot of tiktoks that have been recorded two have been posted the beautiful love that chef kiss elliot we love you bestie there's so much to say about last night but like this i feel like this will carry over to next week as well because you can't really talk about it without leon i don't know it was just like a really good night like um oh oh no, I know what I can talk about. So, I was at Mum's 40th, and basically, if you don't know, I went like full party planner mode. <laughs> which is so bad because I can't deal with stress and like I which actually did kind of rear its head in the theatre like everyone kept asking me questions and like and I just start having a hissy fit and I hate it I hate that and I hate when people change the plan and it's stressing me out so I got really stressed out and then eventually just gave my mum my phone and was like just you just deal with it because I can't but actually as well while we're here big up the opera house because they got everyone in really well like it was we didn't wait long we were in within like five minutes of arriving and then we had to go to the toilet once we got drinks like we were we were sat down like 15 minutes before the show even started but I should have started and it started as like five minutes after that but like big up them because that could have taken a long time because you have to to show your, your covid or negative lateral flow test yeah your covid card whatever again my adhd i need to refocus oh yeah my mom's present so i there was this bag that she really really liked from fable in um, fable england and she said that like no she didn't want it for her birthday because she'd had some like knitting patterns well knitting stuff for her birthday which was like they're expensive because they come with a wool my dog is barking do you mind bestie anyway i got her that as a present which no her birthday is not till thursday but we celebrate today not give her a card so i'll give her that on thursday but like about three weeks ago i was at my deputy manager's house just having a drink or two and we decided like oh my god like, let's make it dead special for her so we ordered feather boas for everyone so everyone had a feather boa which my house is covered in feathers mate the taxi driver's taxi is covered in feathers like it, <laughs> they were leaking everywhere and then i got like confetti balloons and like then 40 balloons i got her a sash and she had none of it so the idea was right so i ended up spilling because i when i have a secret with someone i s- always spill it like i'm so bad at keeping like not uh, not secrets like as in like if someone told me something to keep a secret i can do that but if it's like a present i've got someone i'm so bad and i give like hints all the time where this i didn't want to but i did spill about the feather bowers and i did about the sash and then that gets everything a secret so yesterday morning she was like like asleep obviously it was weekend and i went downstairs because i have got false nails on and could not tie the balloons myself um, I did the foil ones perfectly fine all by myself so I sat downstairs and my stepdad Dave tied them and I used helium let's not talk about that because they all like sunk apart from the foil balloons the, like the other ones sunk so they just fell to the floor but I stashed them in my room until my brothers went to their grandma's and then I shoved them into my brother's room and then when we went out Dave put all the banners up and stuff and then came back and when we came back like it was like she saw it and she was like, like really happy although she didn't cry and I really wanted her to cry I was a bit like bitch like why would you not cry i put all this effort in fucking cry that's that's 
I am offended. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm not. But it's just such a good... I can't even explain it. It's such a good night. And I'm really glad that everyone who came made it really, really special for my mum. And I love that. Oh, I know what I can say. Let's talk about the fact that I am actually here surviving on three hours sleep as if I've slept a whole night. People don't get this, but I can deal like I don't you know when you like have like a really long sleep how do people do that because I feel more tired when I do that than when I don't like I've probably had three some hours and I feel like I could run a marathon right now I'm like yeah I'm a bit wired probably still a bit steaming no I'm joking everyone seems to have lost their voice as well apart from me <laughs> well my mum's not but like Ellie has li- li- bl- bl- my manager did so I mean that's not everyone but you know what a riveting chat it's so weird doing a general chat without Leon I can't explain or without someone there's no one to answer also I am feeling because my deep thought for this week was actually so good but I'm gonna have to postpone it because I want to discuss it with Leon so yes he's a bitch for abandoning me like this I now think it's time to move on to oh in what world in this world it doesn't see it's not the same it's just not the same So obviously I've had to find a news article myself. The thing is, how do you discuss a news article by yourself? <laughs> That's a deep plot in itself. Um, but I have found one. And this is Mum for to leave devastated daughter behind for 3500 holiday after passport mix-up. So then it says, a mum was forced to leave a 10-year-old daughter behind as the rest of the family jetted off on a 3500 inclusive holiday to Greece. Now, I don't want to be a bitch, but if I was a mum, I would not have left her. I'd have stayed with the 10-year-old. Like, I'd have said, everyone else go, I'm going to stay with... What? I mean that's just taking selfishness to another level it's all right you'd be sad but I've gone on holiday see you later not my problem you know what that's so selfish oh but then first to be honest because like get over it I don't like going on holiday but I don't get that okay so later on I have read the fact that like the dad had stayed with her and then daughter went on like a few days later but still could you not have just waited oh fair enough it's okay so the 3500 would have been lost but how shit is that i don't know leon where do you find your news articles because bestie i honestly don't know where you find them Okay, so I found another one, and this is um, government plans to lift football standing ban. Now, firstly, I didn't even know there was a standing ban at the football because what, why, what, why is there? That's really cool and great. Could, if you notice how quiet and shy I am without Leon, can we just talk about that for a second? But basically, they're allowing you to stand back at football matches, which is that news? Well, I mean, yeah, it is. But I just think, and this is maybe controversial, that maybe I thought the idea of the elders getting jabbed was to kind of like what is it called? Like ensure that ever the people who are most vulnerable. Well, yeah, the idea of getting the, the people involved jobs so that we could go back to a normal way of living and we haven't yet because not because the vaccine doesn't work but because actually everyone's vulnerable but the problem is you can is what they've tried to do is keep the world on standstill it doesn't work i think there just become a point where we just have to get on with it which is controversial obviously people who need to take those precautions to like shield i think they should because you know their lives matter and whatever else but i just think it's just got a bit long now hasn't it if that is that wrong to say i hope it's not but i do think it's got a bit long and then also like some places originally were like saying let's wear masks at clubs and stuff i feel like if you're going to a club well we still are in a pandemic in some respects i don't think you actually give a fuck about getting covid like i'd rather not like what's the point i just wish the government and i think we mainly have expressed this before would have just followed um, jacinda arden's method which was locked down the well we're a tiny island realistically shut everything all the borders we've got a two-week you know lockdown and nobody comes in and out of the country and all of that and guess this would have been over like a year ago and that's so embarrassing to think they 
like of the country like you know great britain what is great about us like i i'm still struggling to see this i mean i went on this rant last week i did but i oh, was it last week or the week i don't know what is great about us like our ancestors once went into countries and invaded them and told them that we we're gonna live by our rules yeah fuck cheers bestie how fucking iconic it's like it's not is it realistically oh so i'm gonna do a th- third news article but it's an overarching one if leon was here leon would say this is too controversial but i want to talk about it now leon probably will cut this out but anyway the crisis in afghanistan afghanistan now fully i don't understand like i understand we was in war for years i get all of that basically obviously we know what's going on and those people need asylum now one of the biggest things i'm not going to get into like, the other side of things but people like in this country this is what annoys me are like why do they have to come over and why i don't think they realized that i can't remember how many countries signed it but a lot in like years like years and years, years ago signed an, an agreement that means that any person in those countries can claim asylum like i could claim asylum and you're allowed to reside in the country you want to go to or you get sent to for your asylum until your claim has been assessed okay um and a lot of people come over and they get given everything um they're they're asylum seeking they have nothing anyway so what the hell like i just want people to wake up and realize that people who come over here keep in mind also we take in very little really for what we could we actually don't take in that many but i just wish people had more empathy for a situation because could you imagine if this country was like war-torn and our children would die like could you imagine no you probably couldn't because guess what it wouldn't happen but like i just don't know why people can't be empathetic to the fact that like, literally children are dying daily like i just don't understand it's like it's not illegal to come over here and claim asylum and you know want a better life for yourself like people are like, why don't they go everywhere like it's just a claim an asylum wherever you can get to and then if you've got a problem with them coming over and getting everything well then maybe you should take that with the government but also i just really 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 wish people would also wake up and realize that and also if you want to go there people who are on benefits really aren't your biggest problem they really are not like that's not you know for work taxpayers i'm a taxpayer you know for us it's really like you know they're not our biggest problem they're not the biggest problem is like you know the like companies like google and amazon and things like that who place their head offices in countries where we can't claim back the tax that they should pay so they're dodging tax basically rich people they are the problem they are they're a biggest problem and then also having a government that you know funny about and by god knows the other week that one that leon said how many fucking much on flags that's a problem you know it's unnecessary or how much have they sent to that ship i just wish people would wake up and realize these things because it stresses me out on another level that those people who genuinely are in need asylum on benefits whatever are slandered and realistically they aren't causing us that much of a problem if you think that mps weren't paid as much as they were paid because you've got to think that mp a lot of mps are mps but then they also are in the property industry so they buy properties and they rent them out and things they how much they get 10 pound a day for their dinner <laughs> that's our money not not theirs that's ours so i just want to say now like you know who is the bigger the bigger picture there you know i just don't understand it just blows my mind and then like these people are gonna get slandered and whatever so basically all i'm saying is go help out at your local like thing that like give whatever you can to like local places that are taking in refugees because those people need something and my mum was gonna be really cute seeing him posting one of like the knitting stuff about knitting blankets and stuff because they're gonna like they're coming to this country with nothing i don't think people realize that they're coming to this country with just their clothes on their back and that's the problem i think with this country a lot of the time people can't empathize because we are we are a first world country we're very lucky in this country you know i mean there's some people who disagree but majority of us we have somewhere to live we can get food we are rich in friends things like that imagine waking up every day and not like you know not know if you're gonna survive that you that people just don't seem to understand to empathize with that and then slander these people and it annoys me but yeah that's why i've said that and i just really feel like bringing that up oh my god i didn't explain what in what world was fuck oh well so i think it's now time to move on to deepen it
belief in it is basically a deep thought I have thought about through the week, found online, that basically sends me into an existential crisis and basically just simply blows my mind so i did have one completely planned out um that i'd thought of myself because i was going to tweet out and then i thought no this is a deep thought i can be on the podcast but my deep thought for this week that i have found is whoever created the tradition of not seeing the bride in the wedding just beforehand save countless husbands everywhere from hours of dress shopping and forever will be a hero to men i honestly think that is so fucking funny like imagine if like you did i mean i don't believe in like traditions and stuff like that i say as if i don't believe in crystals but little things like that just don't bother me like i don't know what it is i don't really think that they're genuine or not like i'm just thinking okay <laughs> but yeah like you never really see a couple go wedding dress shopping it's always like the bride and like normally her parents or her mum and sisters and stuff there's nothing worse i could think of like genuinely than wedding dress shopping like it actually makes me gouge my eyes out how long would that be and how uncomfortable is that like nobody wants to wear like when there's not one wedding dress i have seen and thought oh that looks comfy the more i live the more i just think weddings are not for me because they just don't make sense i love you so much that let's get the government involved like i don't get that and i was talking about this with someone the other day and like they were saying well if you get married you like break up like you can get half of their things i don't want their things i don't want half of their things that's theirs the perfect divorce to me would be you take your shit i take my shit and anything that's joint we just split equally or we just sell it and then divide the money like i don't what i don't get that why do you think oh yeah i can have half of this i don't want it i don't fucking like them anymore you know but yeah weddings aren't for me so this was quite funny in some respects also i think weddings are such a farce these days like it's so easy just to leave a relationship i couldn't think of anything worse as well like walking down a fucking aisle oh that's so embarrassing no i get right okay so i have a list of things that make me embarrassed that are normal things but i just get embarrassment which yes embarrassment is a social construct i get this and it's if you it's just it's not even real it's made up but it's real to me and i get embarrassed a lot so walking down a hill is so embarrassing my friend jensen pointed out that when you sit in a taxi and um, you know those we can sit like so you're facing the back window the cars in behind can see your face that embarrasses anything i will never sit in those seats ever again like that actually embarrasses me crossing roads is embarrassing but you know what's even worse me so near where i live there's home bargains and to get there it's like i'm not a driver i know nothing about roads but what do you like call it it's like four roads can so it's like a makes like a plus sign i guess you could say so you've got like a four like there's four you can turn you've got straight you can turn like you can turn right from every single like four points anyway to get to home bargains when i was going to my dinner i normally go with my manager when we go but i went on my own you had to cross the road and i had to let you wait and then you cross and all these cars are at a standstill and i'm just thinking oh my god all eyes on me in the center of the ring just like a circus but that's embarrassing there's so many little things but i actually do think walking down the aisle and everyone watching me would be so embarrassing and also i'm the type of person that if you watch me do something very fucking basic i will fuck it up because i just don't like being watched do you ever get that like i get proper anxiety like even to put like opening the door if you watch me do it i'll fuck it up somehow i don't know how but i will like i can't i can't fuck with it stop watching me thank you so i just don't see myself getting married but thanks to the hero that saved the men from wedding dress shopping shay they didn't save the fucking women also i feel like i just wouldn't have a white wedding dress white wedding dresses are so basic i don't give a fuck it's a basic bitch like especially when everyone who wears them these days is probably not a virgin what's the fucking point be creative i've maybe do cream but like a nice cream <gasps> ivory white could be nice if i was going down like a whitey route but i quite like the ones where they have like 
white when they have like um like kind of a bit like tool so you can see through like black of the top so it's like nice i don't know you can see through it a bit i don't know i just want a creative wedding dress i'd want to look but then i wouldn't want to stand out so no i wouldn't i don't know what i'd want i don't even want to get married so actually that's why i probably don't know i think i'm starting to flake on tiredness now i don't know how i'm still alive but i might play sims after this basically that's all i have this was very shit because i am tired not hungover but tired and i am friendless this week i don't even know how we end it but um yeah this is the, the end <laughs> so if you would like to support us on patreon you can for as little as a pound which is one dollar forty i think in the us don't quote me on that i just double check because leon normally says that bit don't quote me on it get exclusive like little bits and early release to the podcast early access to the podcast release if you would like to follow us on twitter or tiktok well no actually i'll do twitter first so twitter's handle is just g t-n-a-l-t podcast and then the tiktok which there is some new quite funny ones out i would go and look and there's some more ones to come it is g-t-n-a-l-t underscore podcast if you'd like to follow leon on twitter he is at bogus plague and if you'd like to follow me on twitter i am basic ly slick so that's all we basically that's all we also say we he's not here he's he's dying he's he is absolutely throwing his back up mate he is fucking deader than dead you know like tim burton the corpse bride he looks a bit like he's as pale as that geezer that's all send prayers um but yeah thank you all for listening and i will be well we will see you next week with another episode good oh my god i don't know how i did that <laughs>
example, if you wanted to go to the city centre, that takes you to a loading screen. Uh, so I wouldn't mind if that was the case. I think if they're going to be releasing expansion packs and stuff, release expansion packs with a lot more content. Get rid of game packs completely, right? And just morph game packs with the expansion packs. And I also feel like maybe the best thing to do would be to release worlds, which is a lot more diverse. Because, like I said, in the map that I'm playing at the minute for The Sims 3, it's so diverse in it's got a woodland area, it's got the city centre, it's got the beachy areas with, like, the resorts and things like that. So if they were to release worlds where all of that stuff was contained in one, then they probably wouldn't have to release a new world with each individual pack. For example, in The Sims 4 at the minute, you could be in, what's his face, Oasis Springs, right? And then suddenly, boom, you take a trip down to, uh, oh, I, I forgot what it's called, Sulani. It's like, that makes no sense because now I'm on an island stranded in the middle of nowhere. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, so sorry, I just sorry. From one world you, to just the give other. me a minute, bestie. So you're going to tell me now planes don't exist, cars don't exist at all in real life. Yeah, but it's a completely different That's like saying different, you could it's a completely never, different scenario. Ever, ever ever go to the beach Leon that's like saying do you know what that's like saying you shouldn't even be on this island because you was born in Thailand you should stay there right okay if you wanted to be pedantic <laughs> about it okay it takes a no, simple if you, like, if you're the times that point, don't change I will be pedantic if I, if I go through Oasis Springs and then I go to Solani which is like an, it's literally an island and I go to Solani there's no change in time right that sim is literally just teleported to a new world with a completely off. different session Leon I, 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 want, we, right, if I you want, want to be pedantic there's fucking vampires and mermaids in the game the, you want to be pedantic. And I, and I don't like that. I do not like that. I do not play with those oh, things. Oh, because you're such a I vanilla player. Things. You play so boring. No, like, I play... <laughs> I play absolutely... Boring. I, no, I... Oh, I, my, my gameplay is controlled. It's perfection. Boring. Right? And the, when, when I... When I was streaming The Sims 4, I did not want to leave that household a lot. I did not want to leave that house a lot because, again, because I would be pre presented with the loading screen. I'm not going to lie, with streaming as well, I do not want to be speaking in, in between those loading screens. CBA. I already I already did enough speaking, so I didn't want to do that. But with The Sims 3... <laughs> Can we just talk like, about you on that stream? You, you never sounded calm. You just sounded like the fucking world was about to end. <laughs> Because it felt like it. It did. Because I, 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 I you were not like playing play vanilla. Because No, because I like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I like control and I like to know what my sims are doing, like 24. Obviously, I still give them, like, free will. I don't turn that off because sometimes I just like to go, okay, right, I've finished with you. Just, right, you, you go off and you do whatever you want. I'll focus on this sim for the minute. But because I was playing on times two, I never play on times two speed unless I need to, like, hurry up a task that's already been done because, like, too much is going on and, and I don't like it. So, yeah, that, that was the reason why. But I, I like the way that I play The Sims, I don't want to, you know, start a relationship, put so much effort into a relationship and be like, okay, right, we're going to go out and cheat. It's all the drama, Mick. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, I like my gameplay to be secure, you know, safe, controlled. Do you know what I like doing? Um, what? Having the parents, like, have a really happy, healthy relationship and then, like, the child grow up to be, like, about a teenager and then just think, let's fucking ruin this teenager's life. Because then it can spark the um, rebellious side of the teenager. And then I like making the child walk in on, like, a more dad cheating and be like, what the fuck? See the... <laughs> <laughs> wow okay right now that's that's psychopathic but the only control that i don't have over sims when they're growing up is i always randomize the traits so why do I will, you do I, that i will randomize the traits and i will deal with with whatever traits they've got because you know it's like they are their own person i can't be asked picking especially in the sims 3 where you pick like five traits i can't be bothered picking like loads of different traits for this sim because then it would just be like a duplication of me it'll be a duplication of what i like so instead i randomize the traits so it's a complete different sim so at the minute i've actually i hit the jackpot slightly because the child the toddler that i've got at the minute is easily impressed and friendly 
So I kind of hit the jackpot with that, but it gets very interesting when you get one who is insane, for example, um, or hates children. Although if one of my children within, I'm going to say my because I always start off with myself. <laughs> but if one of the children in The Sims have a randomized trait where they hate, oh, I bumped the microphone, have a randomized trait where they hate children, I will have another child and I will send that child who hates children off <laughs> when they grow up. I make them go, I, go and um, move into a different house. I love, um, that's the one thing I do miss the most about The Sims 3 is if you didn't look after your children, that you could not pick the trait. Like it wasn't, you wasn't allowed. Yeah. That was a good thing, I guess. That inspired creativity. Mm. But why would you do that to yourself? Like my ch- my toddlers are never anything but independent. Yeah, but like, you see, that's, go do that just yourself. gets boring because it's like, oh, yeah. No, it's because like... I, d- I never really care for it anyway. I just send it to preschool normally. No, I, I always randomise it because it, it's, it's I more also fun. never use high chairs for my toddlers. Because if you just put the plate on the side, they'll go and get it themselves. This is, again, toddlers in The Sims 3 are fucking annoying. Because they're realistic. Right? I also what, tod- fucking... what toddler in in real life is just going to like go over to the counter, get a plate of pancakes, for example sit down on the floor, eat it, and then the parents just don't even care. I work with children. Now, I don't know about the parents not caring, but I can honestly say if a child, a toddler wants something, they will fucking achieve it. Thank you. Yeah, but literally, right, in The Sims 4, you don't even need the parent to be around. You can make the toddler go around and just collect things themselves. Give them the tablet and they learn their, like, functional skills or whatever. Yeah, because it's easier because some people don't want to play with toddlers. Well, I do. (laughs) No, (laughs) nobody clip that. Not in that way. The Sims 3, the, the fucking little musical instrument things, they irritate me. Do you know what the toddlers, the musical instruments they get, like they, they whack the fucking, even their own Sims hate it because they always, whenever someone's playing it, they always like have the speech bubble above their head with like that, the, like the xylophone and the shape sorter. They always have the xylophone oh, and just like don't an buy X them over then. because uh, how else do they learn skills? There's nothing else for them to learn skills on unless you're going to sit with them. This yeah. is why I hate them. Get fucking your Sim stupid. and make your Sim teach them how to no, speak, how to I don't walk. How do I have like time when I'm going life. off to work? <laughs> Fuck off. Surprisingly enough, right, even though you're blaming my gameplay for being too vanilla and too controlled and too boring, I will still have time for my children in The Sims 3, despite the fact that I've got like full blown careers going at the same time. I still find the time and I still manage to get that money, get that dollar. Right, Leon, we get, don't need to parent shame money here. In. We don't just say I currently started a new legacy because I left it for so long and I got really irritated with my other one. Um, and I only had one to minute anyway. She actually has gone to uni, got pregnant while at uni, um, had a child, completed her degree with an A minus, I think. Um, is now a fashion designer in the fashion industry somewhere. And actually, her child is doing really fucking well, and she does have time for it. Thank you very much. I just find it irritating. <laughs> Suck my dick. You can't do a degree and look after a fucking sprog. And also knit on the side to make money and paint. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna fully stand with the fact that The Sims Three is so much better than The Sims Four because I will not be I'm playing not The Sims Four that, anymore. But I'm saying I do prefer The Sims Four to some degree. <laughs> 